This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. This is a Radio Labour report recorded on Thursday, April 15th, 2021. I'm Mark Belanger. In early April 2021, workers at an Amazon warehouse in Bessemer, Alabama in the United States voted against joining a union. The Retail, Wholesale, and Department Store Union, the RWDSU, had high hopes that the workers would be able to withstand the powerful anti-union tactics of the company, but that was not to be. To find out more about anti-union strategies in the United States, I talked to Richard Bensinger. Mr. Bensinger is a former national organizing director of the AFL-CIO in the U.S. He currently helps unions with their organizing drives. I asked him to describe the sort of tactics companies use to stop their employees from unionizing. The goal of a corporation like Amazon is to prevent at any cost any cost, their workers from having a voice in the job, having a union and any power. In order to achieve that, they have a whole arsenal of weapons at Amazon and other employers. Employers typically threaten workers to try to get them to go their way, or if that doesn't work, they can promote people out of the bargaining unit. I remember a zillion years ago when I worked in my factory, I was offered a management job suddenly to get me out of the unit. And when that didn't work, they said, well, I'll be looking over. Is Mr. Bensinger, you'll be looking over your shoulder every day the rest of your life. And when I finally was fired, it took me six years to win my job back long after the union election was over. So, you know, the same thing as this today. Um, you smear the union. You take people in one-on-one. But the main thing that Amazon did and employers do is they totally 100% under current laws, dominate the process. And the breadth and the sort of 24 nature pressure campaign of putting stress and fright and intimidating people 24 7, that has a toll on people. And when the richest guy on earth, the overlord of society, Jeff Bezos, tells you he really doesn't want you to vote somewhere, that's just not somebody else's opinion. He makes it very clear through his fanaticism every second you're working in there leading up to the election. It's a domination of a process. It doesn't look like an election you would run in Canada, United States for a, you know, if you're running for the, you know, a political office, electoral office. There's, there's no equal time in these elections and employer can simply dominate. They can run mandatory meetings and they can fire union leaders. And even if you win your job back, like I was saying earlier, it could be months, years later that you get your job back. So it's a total control of the workplace. It's, Certainly unprincipled, but that's what they do. There is legislation being considered in the U.S. Congress called the Protecting the Right to Organize Act, known as the PRO Act. Tell us about this proposed legislation. Well, the PRO Act is a sweeping labor law reform agenda that would, you know, get more power to workers that want to organize unions. What it is, it has a lot of provisions, but some of the most important ones are it would eliminate so-called right-to-work or right-to-work for less laws where where the union has to represent everybody, but not everyone has to be a member. It's just a design to weaken unions. It would impose much stricter penalties when employers do break the law and the right of private action by individuals to sue companies, much more stiff fines for firings and breaking U.S. labor law. It would abolish the right of a company like Amazon 
to have mandatory what we call captive audience meetings where they can force people to come in and listen. And even more effective are all the one-on-one meetings that Amazon does where they just bend people's arm. They can be friendly. They can be threatening. You know, and all this is legal. The current, you know, their implicit threats are allowed under laws in both Canada and the United States. And so, but under the PRO Act, you wouldn't be allowed to have these meetings. And it would really create a more level playing field because there's no other election in society where one SAC can order people to come in. If you don't come to the meeting, they can fire you because you're refusing to come to the meeting. And that's it. International labor news you can use. You can find our features and daily newscasts at radiolabor.net. I'm Mark Belanger. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.